number 154 from February of 2019, Ambiguous Loss. Some of you have told me that you saw the story in the news about the grisly and mystifying murder of a husband and wife in Barron, Wisconsin. About two months ago, the couple was savagely slain in their home and their 13-year-old daughter was abducted. As far as I know, there's not much progress made on this case and no clues as to where the young girl might be or if she is dead or alive. I have been invited to the town of Barron, Wisconsin by the pastor of the Lutheran Church there to do a presentation to the community on grief and loss. I'm also going to do some presentations on chemical dependency to his congregation and to all the pastors in the Northwestern Wisconsin Synod while I'm there in the middle of February. The grief and loss discussion is going to be a difficult one because there is so much uncertainty about the whole situation. This is what psychotherapist Diane Boss has called ambiguous loss. These are the types of losses that are not well defined and clear cut. The young girl is gone, but nobody is sure if she is gone permanently or not. There is no closure as to who killed the parents or why they were killed. Loss of any kind is always messy emotionally, but ambiguous loss is even messier because of the lack of certainty and closure. There are many other things that might qualify as ambiguous loss. For example, parents who have a son in the military and he has been in battle and is now missing in action, MIA, have that sort of ambiguous loss. He is gone, but is he really gone? They don't know. Divorce could be another type of this loss. The partner is gone, but they're not really gone, especially if you have children together. There is no permanent closure there either. Sometimes we have ambiguous loss in a congregation. There can be members who have been active in the past, but now they have not been at church for years. They are gone, and we miss them, but they are still around. Sometimes they show up again rather inexplicably, and we can rejoice in that. Probably the ambiguous loss that we all experience now is with people we know and care about who are stricken with some form of dementia. Family members have such a difficult time at the funeral of someone who had dementia and now has died. They don't know how to feel because they lost that loved one long before they lost them. They were just not the same person that they always knew. They were dad, but not yet dad. They were grandma, but no longer grandma, not the one they knew. Families have to accept a new reality in the relationship and remember the person that they were. It is difficult to lose somebody that you love before you lose them. There are many other losses that we will experience in our life that are not as ambiguous, but they will still be painful. It is not like any human being is going to escape all loss because they won't. In fact, one way to look at life is that it is one giant series of growths and losses. Those who will have joy in life will be those who learn to grieve the best. Those who grieve the best are folks who have strong faith in the Lord because we have something and someone to walk alongside of us in our grief and because we know how the story ends and know that this feeling of loss will not last forever because the Lord has done something about death. Death cannot ultimately win, but this side of the grave, it will give us a run for our money and that hurts. We will all have grief, but I wish you good grief.